Hello, welcome back to the Brunch Boys podcast. I've got two absolute special guests here with us. So it's about 12 o'clock on a Saturday night. We've sunk a few beers. It's 10 o'clock, not 12. It's, it's called theatre. It's called it's Get It Right. Autocorrect. All right, I'm cutting this part no, out. No, Keep going with your intro, go on. I'm going to need to sound cool for my international listeners. Actually, only 10 o'clock. All right, so this annoying voice, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name's Kaz, um, and unfortunately I got roped into this. Oh, mate, you were like, oh my god, Josh, you've got a podcast, please get me on. I have an interesting life, people need to hear about this. Yeah, unfortunately that's a bit more realistic. And who else do we have? And we have Jazz. <laughs> Alright, Jazz, uh, how do I know you? Well, one fine evening you came up to me. Actually, no, I came up to you. And Fuck, this sounds romantic. And... <laughs> All right, so we met on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> it went south pretty quick. And now here we are on a Saturday night at yeah. 12 o'clock in my bed talking to a fucking microphone. Shit gets weird at 10 o'clock on a Saturday if you're not out. <laughs> so we're recording this post-lockdown. Kaz, how do we know each other? Um, This one's a bit of a weird one, actually. I was just enjoying the footy with my cousin and you decided... Well, I was in line to get some chips, no, right? I was in line. No, I was in line. I was in line. Here we and go. And you decided to turn around. You were in front of me. I'll give you that. You were in front of me in line. You decided to turn around and say, hey, are you Mads friend? And I was like, fuck is this? No, guy? fuck off. You're like, oh my God. Hi, Josh. That's literally what you said. <laughs> yes. Okay. So knowing me and how kind I am, didn't want to embarrass you in front of your friend. So I turned around and I said, oh my God. Yeah, I think I know who you are. Yeah, you're um, Josh. Is that right? <laughs> Not how it went. This is exactly how it went. And then you're like, give me one second. I have to take a photo and send it to Maddie. So then you took a photo of you and I together and sent it to Maddie because you were that excited that you'd met me. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And that's how desperate I am for social interaction. It was a COVID year. We were in isolation for six months. First AFL game. First back AFL at the Optus Stadium. Yeah. All right. What about you, Jazz? How do we know each other? Well, how do we know each other? <laughs> Where does it even start? Didn't I come up to you? Yeah. At the Scarborough Markets? Well, technically we met at a boat party. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't remember me. So then I had to remind you who I am. God, Jala was keen, wasn't she? Yeah, I was just desperate. <laughs> I, I, I was post-COVID, like, getting the shakes like Josh. <laughs> and then Was this at the boat party or at the Scarborough Markets? No, nah, at the... At the Scarborough market, Markets, I came up to you and you just didn't even know who I was. No, so you know, like, when you see someone and you, like, you recognise them, but you don't know how they recognise. So, I, like, I was walking around the markets looking for food and I walked past you twice. And I was like... Didn't say hi. No, because I didn't know. I was like, You just oh. glared at me. I said... Uh, no, in my head, I was like, oh, that chick's really attractive. I wish I could talk to her. Oh, here we go. Truth here comes we out. Go. Truth comes out now. But, go. like... I didn't know if I knew you or not. Right. And then here I was just on a date, just eating my food. And then what happened? <laughs> You're on a date and you're thinking about the other yeah. chick <laughs> walking by? Yeah, yeah, no, the chick I was Shit. in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in mind, ladies. Yeah, there you go. And then you came up to me and you're like, oh my God, hi, Josh. Yeah. And then you were like, hi, how do I know you? No, we had like a five minute conversation. And you had no idea who I was. I had was. no idea who you were. Yeah. 
And then you were like, oh, are you going to so-and-so's birthday on the weekend? And then I was like, oh my God, it's you. But I didn't really know your name. <laughs> but then we reconvene on the weekend. And then, and then we... every weekend since we've seen each other. <laughs> like I actually think it's every weekend since. <laughs> Got to start somewhere. So, so we're engaged. <laughs> yeah, so we're getting married next week. No, we had to push it back because of oh, COVID. Oh, COVID shit, yeah. You know, anyway, shit. no one cares about my love life. That's not why people listen to this podcast. Let's hear about Kaz's. So Kaz is a bit of a serial dater. For example, what is the most amount of dates you've been on in a 24-hour period? I feel like I'm going to have to say two, but it also depends on how you define date. An interaction between two people that's one-on-one. Yeah, so then definitely two. All right, most amount of dates in a week. I want to say three. Oh, I would have expected more. What about you, Jazz? Have you been on a date? <laughs> Way to, like, ah. juxtapose this from, like, hair extremes to, like, actually not. One extreme so, basically, best. the two people I've got interviewing tonight, Kaz is a slut and Giles a virgin. Pretty much. <laughs> and close we've literally to it. had a few drinks and now we're just going to spill some tea. Yeah, who doesn't like tea? So, Giles got her notepad out. She's about to take some notes. Learn from the best, what can I say? <laughs> Yeah. So, Kaz, tell us about your two dates in 24 hours. Because that's pretty impressive. I get, like, two dates a year. Yeah, okay. So, one was a simple coffee date met on one of the dating apps. How many dating apps do you have? Do you have all three? I actually haven't had any for 12 months. Bullshit. No, that's not even a lie. And here she is shaking and, like, scratching at her skin, being like, oh, my God, the dating apps. Well, if I do, del- all right, here's the question. If I delete them off my phone, does that delete my account? No. Okay, well, that's why active. you saw me there six months ago. And I'm, I'm just going still waiting for you to swipe me back. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I never, ever, ever got Tinder because I just, I don't know why. That one just didn't rub off on me in the right way. But I had. Ooh, rub. said rub. Yes, neither. <laughs> Good term. What else? If you're on Tinder, you don't need to rub yourself <laughs> Anyway. I had um, Bumble and Hinge. And then is that it? Plenty of fish, eat harmony. Oh, fuck. You've explored Grindr. it more than I have. No, I had, did not have to stoop that low. Oh, well, fuck me. <laughs> we get it. You're popular, you're attractive, and you can get two dates in a 24-hour fucking period. So how did that go? Fine, actually. I don't think I anticipated it to work out that way. One was literally a coffee date, met the guy online, chatting, whatever. We're like, yep, let's go get coffee. Got coffee. And that was fine. And then later that night, wasn't planning on it. Again, like, you know. Oh, so it was literally in the same day. So it wasn't even over a 24-hour period. 24 hours goes from 12 o'clock in the morning to 12 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's... Don't fucking give me an education session. You've got one day and one night. Yeah. So you saw someone in the morning and yeah, then you saw and someone, someone again that at night. night. Jesus. When, did, when else am I meant to see the second person in the 24-hour period? I don't know, like one night and then the next day? That's two different days. It's like 48 <laughs> hours. No, it's not. It's two, 24 hours. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so you, you slept with two people no, in six hours. No, okay, so here's the catch. I don't, I don't sleep with them first time around, ever. So, no, <laughs> I didn't Except, sleep with anyone. Except. <laughs> we'll loop back. Go for this story. Going back to the two dates. Yeah, so coffee date during the day and then went out for drinks at night. Didn't see either of the guys again. Oh, cold-hearted bitch. <laughs> they went fine. Good blokes, but just didn't see you guys. Where, where was the um, the nighttime date? 
Because I feel like if a, a, a nighttime day is pretty serious versus an innocent coffee. I think it's because I was on the apps. You have a tendency to talk to a lot of people at once. And so... <laughs> Someone's popular. <laughs> Or someone just swipes right a lot themselves. You haven't swiped me. <laughs> it's That's a waiting. touchy subject for you, isn't it? It is very touchy. During the day, I remember after I had that coffee in the morning, I was talking to one of the other guys who was like, I'm not doing anything tonight. Do you want to grab a drink? And I'm just like, why not? I'm single. I'm probably not going to see the guy again from this morning, so I'll go get a drink with this guy. <laughs> so the guy from the morning was that bad? So what, say he was that what bad. makes a good date? Uh, a good date... When they, when you feel like, I want to know about them. So I'm going to be asking them a lot of questions about themselves. I want to hear about their life. I'm interested. But some of them forget that you're also sitting there and they forget to ask questions back themselves. So a good date is when you feel like someone genuinely wanted to get to know you. And sometimes you go on these coffee dates with these blokes really? offline and they just don't know yeah, how to have a people conversation. people don't know how to ask questions no, sometimes. Really? Yes. yes. They won't be like, so like, or you just get the really, really basic shit like, where did you go to school? How old are you? Where did your parents grow up? What do your parents do? I'm like, do you care what about what I do? Like, you just get really, it's almost like they've Googled, like pre-Googled a list of questions that you're meant to ask on a first date and they've memorized them and it's like a script. Like, I feel like I'm in a job interview. You want it to be natural. You want it to flow well. You've had some shocking days. <laughs> That's why she's a serial dater. Yeah, no she's, shit, this is why honestly. I'm still trying. Yeah. Do you date anyone over the age of 18? Or? Yeah, normally my um, my favourite is to go for the 25 plus. Ooh, that's me. <laughs> Tick that box off. Well, why didn't you swipe right, right to Josh? <laughs> <laughs> go home. Do that tomorrow. Well, we are home. <laughs> oh, okay. It's moving quite fast. <laughs> Are you jealous, Jar? Yeah. Where All do right. I fit into this? All right. <laughs> so, Jazz, what's what makes a good date for you? Have you been on a date? I don't even know. I feel like um, I'm trying to even piece together what date Jazz I've is been. Like anyone with a heartbeat, <laughs> uh, anything with a pulse, <laughs> anything that kind of as has long a... as the body's warm. Yeah, like yeah. And it doesn't puncture. Yeah, just like literally anything. Um, I remember like actually post-COVID, so I went on the Tinder thing because I was like, you know, like my friend's doing it, like Kaz over here, she was doing it. She was doing it with like stamina. So I was like, yeah, surely. But then I was kind of too scared because it was post-COVID. <laughs> so, yeah, like, see, these... I wasn't still doing it then. Well, yeah. But ballsy no, move by you. Yeah, no, post-COVID, people were like, oh, let's go get a coffee and shit. And I'd be like, oh my God, no, I can't like go get a coffee. Like, is that like... So COVID? have you gone on a Tinder date? No, I haven't. Really? I don't even think I've met up What about with that ice cream date? Oh. What's this? Yeah, no, that's bad, actually. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, good one. So I met this guy at this, like, <laughs> what would you even call it? Like a bar slash restaurant slash, like, entertainment club. <laughs> yeah, look. He came up to me and he was dancing with me and stuff at this, like... He was dancing with you. It's yeah, it's not a restaurant. It's like a Wait, you met him on Tinder or did you meet him out? You can name the venue. Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I met him at synagogue. Oh, I love that place. <laughs> I used to love that place. <laughs> and he was like dancing with me and stuff and like I was a bit flirty and stuff back and um he was with his friends and I was like what are you guys doing after this? Kind of like where are you guys wink, going? Wink, yeah, we <laughs> kick on. Yeah, kick on's question mark. And um he was like, oh, I'm just going home. I was like, okay, no worries. Well, we're going over here. Like, you guys should come. And so 
anyway, I fucked off and ran off with like some of my other friends because I like got bored of whatever they were doing. And I just like totally forgot that he even existed, ran off. And then he ended up finding me the next day on like Instagram and like, which is quite unusual. Yeah, because you do not have a common name. I don't have a common no. name. And so he found me. So I was like, you know what? He's like actually trying. He's remembered my name. Good, like tick, tick, tick. And then he's like. I mean, if you looked up jazz on Instagram, you just would have got like jazz. Yeah. Jazz (laughs) fingers. Jazz. Jazz fingers. (laughs) Jazz hands. Jazz hands. So anyway, what happened, jazz? (laughs) Jazz. Uh, And then, yeah, so he added me on Instagram. We were talking for ages, but I didn't want to meet up with him because I was like, I don't know. I just can't be bothered. I don't know. I think I get scared of like commitment, to be honest. That's why I haven't really been on dates. So eventually it was like (laughs) it was two months down the track and he was like all right when are we actually catching up and i was like okay fine i'll sort time into here so it was like 10 o'clock at night we went and got basket ramens wait near your house no not near mine not not near mine and i met up with him and i was expecting him to be like the cool like edgy kind of guy where he's like you know like kind of bad boy vibes and that that was his edge that was in my head that was his edge i meet up with him and he's like so not like he's just he's like the most innocent like body two shoes social and social like just yeah socially mommy's boy mommy's boy didn't really know what how to talk to me and like i was asking him all these questions but i feel like he was getting squared by all all my questions oh my god how old was he he's my age 21 yeah and he just dyed his hair Oh. Like one, so he had like entering a the date move. with low self confidence is not a good start. Yeah. You want I mean, to feel good look at about us, yourself. So full of confidence in this room, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that I like had to message him and be like, I'm sorry, that, I don't see a bad one. What about you, Kaz? What's your worst date experience? <sighs> I've got a few. It's gonna be hard to pick a worse, worse one. No, just churn them out. First one All that right. comes to mind. First one that comes to mind is when I was taken to a sports bar. Actually, so uh, uh, look, let's let's go back. Let's go back a step. Turned up at his place. He had a bottle of wine in his fridge ready for me. So we started off having drinks at tick, his house. Tick. And I thought, hey, this guy's like going out of his way to prepare. What, to buy a $3 <laughs> bottle of wine? Yeah. But, but like, this probably sums up Kaz's expectation in a bloke. Yeah. True. Yeah, look, if you're starting there, you're ticking like, boxes. Any attention so, good attention and- <laughs> for her. So we start there. I'm like, yep, this is good. So then we call an Uber and we head into the city and we head to like, and I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to be taken to like a really nice, you know, like quiet, classy bar where we can hold a conversation. We end up going to the sports bar behind Brass Monkey where you can't even hold a conversation because it's, it's so loud. loud. It's like and bogans everywhere. All he does is just keep buying drinks and I can't keep up with this guy. I'm going to end up on the floor. So I just kept denying drinks. So he would be sitting there sipping drinks and we wouldn't be making conversation because it was too noisy to hold conversation. Then we went back to his house. I was too tired to drive home and had probably drunk too much to drive home anyway. So I stayed the night. No funny business happened. Wait, in his bed? Yes, in his bed. Did he try and make a move? Surely he made a move. He did try and make a move. What did you do? I just told him it's not happening. Well, so you literally like lied down there like... I said, it's not happening, but I'm too tired to drive home. Is it okay if I stay? And he was like, sure. Was there any other rooms in the house? No, it's a one-bedroom apartment. (laughs) Probably. Kitchen sink. (laughs) There was a couch, but I'm like, why would you turn down... Did you cuddle? We did cuddle. Who who can't no one can say no to a bit of cuddle. Yeah. Like anyway, for the rest of the night, while we hung out at his for our own little kick-ons afterwards, before we fell asleep, he played nonstop 
John Mayer and whipped out his guitar. And it was just one of those moments uh, where you're sitting there like, this guy's got himself drunk and he's now seeing John Mayer. <laughs> he fucking put the hard yards in that night. And I'm not- sitting here and I'm just going to crash here for the night and drive home in the morning. So what happened in the morning? I Did he make got- you breakfast? No, I got up and I said to him, I've got to go because I was actually going to Rottnest for a day trip with my family that day. So we had to be in Fremantle by eight. So I got up at six and I was like, i got to go, got to go home, snuck out. I don't even think the bloody guy woke up because he was that <laughs> drunk. <laughs> That's a pretty bad one. There's more. You actually have quite a few musical guys. Yeah, They yeah. always play you the guitar. Yeah, there's, there's quite a lot that do uh, serenade I've me. I've got a guitar. Oh, oh go on. Keep trying. Yeah. <laughs> The guitar hasn't worked yet. I've got my own guitar. If that's the way I wanted to go down, I'd just serenade myself. <laughs> Might be easier. A bit of musical self-masturbation right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, just like me, you also did a couple of Zoom dates during ISO last year. Mm, did I did, actually. Um, really interesting. I actually didn't mind it. And the guy that... I did a Zoom date with, I actually wonder if things would have gone differently if we had a chance to do a day in person. Why didn't you do a day in person? Because this was during like the long COVID lockdown. And? and when I came out of it... Didn't he have like a girlfriend <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, so coming out of lockdown, um, we did catch up once in person and we went for a walk around the bridges, really nice. I turned up, he already had a coffee there for me. So he'd gone and bought two coffees because he'd remembered when he asked me on our Zoom day about, like, what coffee I like to drink, he'd remembered that Good. and he had a flat white for me. Do you reckon me? he like, had a book? Do you reckon he was, like, writing like it maybe down? Maybe he was taking notes. <laughs> it's like when you we can, do you can do that. Like in the background. Oh, my God. But he'd have, like, a file really nice. system we had, of we each We cooked day. our own spag bowl and we sat down in front of the computer and we had our own wine and then... Wait, you both cooked spag? Yeah. We did fully Wait, didn't you do this? It. Hang on. So you live with your parents? Yeah, I, do. I live with my parents. <laughs> and where did you do? Did you kick them out of like the kitchen? Yeah, so I told my family, don't come in my room. I'm going on a date. Wait, come in your room. So you cooked your pasta in your room? No, no, no. I cooked it in the kitchen. Oh. I cooked you, my own pasta. Did you guys cook it at the same time? No, 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 no. So we cooked it separately. Oh, but we'd agreed okay. prior that we would like have spag bowl for dinner and a glass of wine. So we cooked our own spag bowl, blah, blah, blah. But we were going to go online live at like 7.30 p.m. or something. <laughs> So I had to have it all cooked by then. This was a really stressful experience now that I think back to it. You know, there was like due dates, times. Anyway, it actually went quite well and we were talking for three hours, like online, which is like pretty decent. Mm. Anyway, we kept in touch, texting, blah, blah, blah. But obviously lockdown went for another like fucking five to six weeks after that. And then when we came out of it, we went for a walk around the river. And How many Zoom dates did you do with him? Only ever one. Oh, really? Mm. We talked about doing another one, but like I kind of fobbed it off. I, t- I have a tendency to initially retaliate for after first dates. Mm. So I kept fobbing off. So I wasn't even going to do this walk around the river with him, but I was like, fuck it, I'll give him a shot. And so we did, and he was lovely, like really nice guy. Sounds like he has a great family, but he was just so ambitious, like almost too ambitious for me. What do you mean he was too ambitious? Too ambitious as in like he was a massive workaholic, had just bought his own place, was moving into it that week and like spent the whole walk walking around the bridges, getting me to look at his Pinterest board on his phone to help him pick the shit for his house. That's fucking intense. It was really intense, but lovely, lovely guy. Anyway, two weeks, three weeks later on Instagram, puts up a photo with a new girl and says, the caption is, found her. I didn't take it to heart, but I'm like, I don't know about anyone else here, 
But found her. The amount of guys that I've met on dating apps, and when like you add them on Instagram, and when they finally find that girlfriend they've been looking for on the dating apps, they've got a really strange way of announcing it. It's like God. fucking weird. Well, that was like <laughs> my ex. Do you remember what happened with? So our biggest fight was a. I don't think I've told you actually. Our biggest fight was like you don't want to travel with me and stuff. Yeah. And so like, I was like, let's plan a holiday. Let's plan a holiday. Didn't want to plan it. And he didn't want to go anyway. Like we broke up. And then like a week later, he's with a new girl. She posts a photo and it's like, can't wait to go to Rome with you. <gasps> Love her. And it's a photo of him and her. <laughs> there you go. And that's why I haven't been dating. <laughs> Trauma. Yeah. Jesus. That's intense. Yeah. But that's like, not even the only one. Um, there's another guy I went on a couple of dates with who I'd met on one of the dating apps. And when he found his lady finally, he put a photo up of him and her. And again, another caption. And I can't even remember what this one was because I immediately hit the unfollow button because I was just like, this is ridiculous. It's almost like these Tinder, Bumble, Hinge guys have a way of just coming out of the closet when they finally find their coming match. Coming out the closet? That is not the right term. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's some sort of thing. It's some sort of coming out, like yeah. coming out, brand new relationship coming, coming out. out of the window. I don't know. It's, it's going to have a term for it soon. I don't know. It's, 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 it's a thing. It's definitely a thing because when they finally find that lady that gives in and says, okay, yes, I'll just settle for this one, they they have to put up a photo about it and then they have to have a caption addressing the fact that they finally found one. Yeah. Literally all of them do that. It's yeah. like found her or like. I think everyone does that to you because you're intense as fuck. And maybe it's just them being like, Kaz, stop talking to me. No, because no. I, that's not me. I'm the one that runs away. Like I, I like I said, after that first day, I Or do you I think they're rubbing it in? Are they just being like... Yeah, this is what you missed yeah. out. But surely, like, you wouldn't be the only person that... Like, I wouldn't be the only person they swiped right to. Yeah, no, boys swipe right all the time. Yeah, exactly. So it wouldn't be like... Im- Try, like an attack him on but then me girls personally. Don't always... It would just be like all they're following because all they're following is everyone they've ever matched with oh my god yeah so then i guess i have to post it to be like we're done and then you just watch their followers drop yeah because all the girls go well (laughs) tapped out he's gone see you later next one (gasps) but then like why would that's for me i would not post that just in case it doesn't work out and at least i've got a backup plan well then you just go back on the app (laughs) no you just slide into their dms again on insta i don't know honestly Mm. i don't understand they're millennials these days Mm. Tell me about You're too it. old. <laughs> so, Kaz, can I ask a really deep question? Sure. Why the fuck do you go on so many dates and um, not want commitment? Ooh. Ooh. Let's That's dig. Interesting. Um, I don't know. I like, you know, I'm, I'm your typical um, 21st century female. I like a bit of attention. like a bit of company. Where does that come from? Um, well, I was in a relationship for four years that started when I was very young so i was used to it i was used to having company attention from a male companion right when did you guys get together though oh boy he was my first kiss when i was 13 he was my first boyfriend at the age of 13 if you can call you know like that boyfriend that Mm -hmm. you have when you're like 13 14 funny that i remember i broke up with him on my i think it was like 15th 14 15th birthday because no it was definitely my 14th birthday because I didn't like how I felt around him I didn't like the feeling of nerves so like I called him on my birthday and I was like 
I don't think we should date anymore. I just liked being your friend because it made me nervous hanging out with him. Okay, so between that, that relationship and the last relationship you had, what was the gap? Um, there was about a year and a half between that and us making things official when I was 16. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be right. And then we broke up when I was 20. So your rec- most recent relationship, you were with him for four years. Mm-hmm. What happened? A lot. <laughs> a lot happened in four years. Um, How'd you know him? Met him as a kid, went through our dance studio. So we went to the same dance studio, yep. Um, I genuinely thought we were childhood sweethearts, like we are going all the way. So, um, yeah, dated for four years was... I'm not going to shit on the whole relationship. It was great. Learned a lot. Um, He was a really good guy. So how did you guys go separate ways? Um, I reached a point in it where I realised he was... I felt like I didn't know who I was outside of it. I was like, I only know who I am in a relationship. I have no idea what I am like as my own individual person because I have literally been obsessed with this guy since I was 13 and I'm now 20 and I don't know what to do with myself or my life. I knew what our plans were for the future for us, but I didn't know what my plans were for my future. Mm. Um, And so I was like, if it's meant to be, we'll come back together. So it was actually like a really um, sort of nice separation um, because it was like mutual and we agreed, yeah, we need to explore our, Find ourselves through yeah there. explore yeah. ourselves and then if it's meant to be we'll come back together and when i made that decision i genuinely believed we would come back together mm. like i was so set on it. i was like yep we'll just have a year or so apart live our own lives um i'll finish my degree you know he'll keep working on himself and then down the track our paths will cross like i was just so set put so much faith yeah in, in the, the process in fate yeah, yeah. um and then what happened he decided it'd be a good idea to date my best friend <laughs> That's did what happened. not expect that. No, no one did actually. So what do you mean best friend? Like best friend, you know when you have that one person that you go to? Like with her and I had literally had discussions. She was going to be the godmother of my children. Like best friend. Best friend that, that my birthday that year that she decided to start dating my ex. Wait, she wait, came so and what? gave a speech at my birthday. Yeah. But did you know they were together? No, 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 no. No, I know I did not. So They weren't together then at the time, no. How did they get together? They hooked up at a Halloween party in October. Him and I broke up in May. June, July. Less than six months. And so how did you find out about them being together? She actually took me out for dinner. She messaged me. I hadn't heard from her for ages. And she messaged me. And I was like, this is weird. She's going a bit distant. She sent me a message and was like, do you want to go out for dinner? I was like, this is really nice. She's putting time in. Like, she wants to see me. I was like, sure. So... She's like, swing by, pick me up, and we'll go to Sienna's in Leaderville. So I swung by, picked her up, went to dinner. We're having a lovely time. And then, um, yeah, she goes, there's something I do need to talk to you about. And I was like, fuck, what's happened? Is her family okay? Parents separating? Like, maybe something's going down. Didn't even cross my mind that that's what was going to come out of mouth. But when it did, I literally was in the middle of a restaurant, so I couldn't even react the way you normally initially would want to. I just sort of had to, like, pick up my glass of water, take a sip, and I couldn't even look her in the eye. I didn't even know what to do. I couldn't even... I was like, do I excuse myself to the bathroom? Do I storm out of the restaurant? I haven't even finished my meal. It was... Yeah. Did you have to drive her home? Yes, I had to drive her home. <gasps> Fuck! It was... She trapped me hard. Why would she do that, though? Surely she would be like, oh, I'll meet you there. She's a very manipulative person. She knew what she was doing. What did you talk about in the car? 
Um, she just spent the whole time trying to justify. And the funny thing is, all she was there to tell me about was the hookup that, that, that they'd made out at this Halloween party. So well, they hadn't even started dating at this point. She told me that she'd spent, him and her had been catching up one-on-one quite a bit during the week to figure out um, what's the best way for Kaz to find out oh, and whether or not they wanted to pursue it. And they, she told me they decided they weren't going to pursue it because she valued my friendship so strongly. And so I really genuinely believed her. And I was like, wow, okay, that's ballsy. Okay, dropped her home, called my mother immediately in the car once I drove away from her house. How did you not throttle her right in the moment, right there? Oh, I I was, I think I just went into shock. Like, I genuinely was in shock. I just couldn't believe what had come out of her mouth. But, like, I was like, it's fine. She told me they're not going to pursue anything from it. It was just a drunk kiss. Like, it's fine. That happens. But eventually, over time, I found out they kept catching up. They kept hanging out. And that they were actually dating, even though they were denying it to my face. So when I found out they were dating, I didn't even give her the time of day to ever see her again. And I met up with my ex for a coffee. And I just pretty much laid it out to him. I said, you can sit here and deny it again, like you, you two have for the past three, four months to my face, denying me that you're not dating. But I, I genuinely don't care. Don't even tell me, like, whether you are or not. I do not care. It's your life but I don't want to be a part of it and I don't want to watch it. So don't ever contact me again and don't ever try and see me again. Here's the last of your shit. Goodbye. Not spoken to him since. Her? She messaged me the next day and said, we need to talk. And I just deleted the message and I haven't spoken to her again since either. Fair enough. Yeah. Savage. So that is. So you're in a relationship with him for how long? Four years. And she's been your best friend for. As long as I've known him. So since, so she was, from the dance studio too. Um, she's been my best friend for... Well, I've always known her since I was about 10 years of age. But yeah. she'd become my best friend maybe during the three, four years so I was So she literally him. watched you two go she through the whole, whole relationship, relationship journey. Mm-hmm. The highs, the lows, a lot of it. Do you reckon at any point when you think back that she was sort of eyeing him off or was into him oh 100 now that i look back really yep for my birthday that year that him and i broke up she knew that i was already thinking about breaking up with him so my birthday and us breaking up fell quite closely so for my birthday just before um we broke up she organized a picnic on south perth foreshore for him myself and her the three of us mm-hmm. which i actually this is post breakup or pre-breakup yeah so before it so she organized but she knew because she was my best friend and you tell your best friend everything she knew i wasn't my relationship was on the rocks and she thought it would be a good idea to invite my boyfriend to out her and my intimate picnic for my how did that picnic go it was fine it was very awkward but it was fine (laughs) (laughs) so she literally third wheeled herself yeah she voluntarily volunteered as tribute to third wheel (laughs) It's fucking tapped. Yeah. So no wonder why I have commitment issues and run away the second a guy looks like they're going to... Yeah. You're tapped in the head. Yeah, exactly. If anyone knows how to fix these, please help. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That doesn't even touch on um, the cheating dramas I went through in that four years as well. So he cheated on you during that time. Carol, Kaz. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. How many times? Um, repetitively behind my back for about six months. When did you find out? A year after it had happened. Still in the relationship? Yes. 
stayed in it too. Why? Yeah. And you literally were saying you thought you had a future with this guy. Yeah, because we got through that. Like, I, I, I didn't want to... When I found out he'd been cheating, I, I said to myself, I'm not going to walk away. That's too easy for him. That's not fair. So I said to him, I've always put the energy and effort into this relationship. I want it to work. I don't want it to end. It's your core. The easy thing for you to do is walk away from this and then keep living as a single man as you have been, even though you've been in a relationship. Or you can do the hard work and try and fix this. And he chose to stay and fix it, which I thought was ballsy. Most guys would have walked away. And so he Did chose... Did he fix it? Yeah. We actually had another two years of our relationship go really strongly. But could you trust him? I'd, I genuinely think I built rebuilt trust for him. The last year of our relationship, I... Like, he would go out and I wouldn't have a problem with it. How many times did he cheat on you? Um, eight. (gasps) (sighs) One, the most fucked up time he cheated on me, came and saw me after I got out of hospital from a serious incident. (laughs) And I said to him, no, you, you go to your party that you had on tonight i'm just going to sleep off the meds from the hospital i'll be fine you've seen me i'm okay i'm home i'm resting go and have fun he went and he cheated on me there after i'd got out of hospital that's just one of the eight times (sighs) that makes my blood boil all right if there's anything like i have low standards but if there's one thing that i do not cop is someone that cheats on someone so how would you feel if you were to get into a new relationship and that same thing would happen to you. How would you treat it? I would walk from it. I wouldn't give it a second chance. No. I wouldn't react the same way that I did. One, because I'm a bit older and I expect better from people that are older and more mature. Like we were young back then. Like his maturity level was on the ground, if not under the ground. So now if I got into a relationship with someone and they cheated on me, I would just not even have an explanation. No. Or I wouldn't even have, I wouldn't even question them. I would just literally turn my back and exit that relationship because that coming at a point at the age we are now, if not, especially if the guy's older, it's just like, nah, even that's not just cool. in general, that's Absolutely. not fucking on. No. Yeah. Eight times. Once no. is bad enough. Oh, so... The reason, so I've never been in a relationship more than six months. Mm. And the reason why is that the minute I start looking at another person, I will cut it off. Like not even cheating, just thinking about another person. Mm. Because if I'm thinking about another person, I'm not fully invested in the person that mm. I'm seeing. Like that's how intense my boundary is. Mm. I feel like there's a lot of people out there with zero boundaries full stop. Yeah, definitely. That's so fucked. Yeah, but it's fine. I'm doing great. Are you? Yes. (laughs) Yes. You're a serial dater. Are you doing fine? I just just genuinely think since I left that relationship that I haven't come across anyone that have gone, I would like to um, enter something long-term with you. No Um, one. Okay, maybe maybe one or two, but they didn't work out for different situations and that's okay. You know, sometimes people aren't compatible. You're 21. Exactly. I'm very young. I sound like I want to get married and have kids tomorrow. She does. She does. <laughs> <laughs> Hit her um, up. Her Instagram is at. <laughs> Anybody that wants to start a family, let me know. <laughs> oh, that God. is the worst story I've ever heard. And I'm so sorry to the people listening to this after him. <laughs> yeah, sorry, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for bringing down the tone of this conversation. Wow. Do you want to hear my best date? Sure. Let's finish on a high. Um... Oh, she's got to think about it. <laughs> Not sure if I'm having to think to can come up tell, with one. Or can you actually just tell like your most 
recent story? Oh, last Are we Saturday. Talking last yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, Saturday, last Saturday. <laughs> All right. So All right, I went Saturday. on this like, I've had an absolute bender for the last six months. <laughs> I've not had a weekend where I've been sober. Had a like big trip to Durian Bay, came back and was like, nah, I'm going to put myself first. I'm not going to drink. Just living my best life. Proud. Last Saturday, I don't know why, why were we messaging? I messaged you and I said, you should come out and join us. I don't know why we were already messaging, but I just said, oh, by the way, you should come out and have a drink. And I was like, Is oh, this through no. Tinder that you're messaging? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wishes. Uh. Soon, soon. I'll win her over. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she messaged me. She's like, come out. And I'm like, oh, no, like, I'm being really good. Like, blah, 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 blah. And Kaz is like, no, it's just a few chilled drinks. Like, you should just come. You don't have to drink. It's a very quiet night. We're probably going to go home soon anyway. So I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to bother. Anyway. Yeah, we went for a few chill drinks. It was just nice and calm. Yeah, like we some, tried some new bars. Yeah, nice little like neon bar, nice little like cocktail bar, yeah. you know, chill, chill vibes. And then? And then? Jazz insisted we go to Henry Summer. And fuck, if anyone knows Henry Summer, Henry Summer is definitely always a guaranteed good time, but it's also a place where you bump into people. <laughs> <laughs> that you, you don't want to might not necessarily want to bump into. Okay, the last few times I bumped into you. Then. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And the truth comes out. Um, continue, Jazz. And so we're just acting as menaces as we are. Mm-hmm. And we... <laughs> Wait, the guy you bumped into, wasn't he from your like, first story? Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this guy! That. This guy deserves a feature, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Almost should just name the poor bloke. Um, we won't do that. He shamed himself too much that night. Anyway, um, oh, he won't listen to this. Just tell us his name. You can't say the name. No. Mystery, yeah, mystery man. Jack. We'll leave that there. All right. Anyway, um, so he was mess. So this is the bloke that took me to the sports bar for drinks. Okay, and I stayed at his house, but no funny and business happened. In bed with and tins- him. yeah, okay. So back to that story. That's the same bloke. So he messages me and goes, "Where are you tonight?" And I told him where I was, Henry Summer. So he rocks up at Henry Summer and then says, "Where are you?" Like in the venue. And I say, "Oh, I'm on the dance floor." And I'm like looking at the time. Fifteen minutes has passed. And he hasn't replied. Maybe he just decided to leave and go home wicked like i actually genuinely didn't really want to see him then we wander up to the smoko area and i out of the corner of my eye i see this guy (laughs) having a cigarette (laughs) and chatting to another woman and i was sort of like "Mm, typical he's i know his character and it's a flirt like he's just a constant flirt so i was like yep standard whatever um let him do his own thing then he she goes to leave and so they get up and I full on see the makeout session <laughs> happening 1.5 meters to my left. Like he must be blind because I could see it clear as day and I was so, so, so tempted to go up to him the second they pulled apart and go, oh, hi, how are you going? And just make him really, really uncomfortable. But no, I'm shit scared of confrontation and couldn't do that. As he, she leaves and he's then left alone again, I glance at my phone waiting anticipating the text from him and just like that it pops up saying again where are you and this time I immediately reply back saying Smoko's area just to make him a little bit uncomfortable because it will probably be like fuck I was just there making out with another woman (laughs) (laughs) he comes and sits and joins us so now there's the three of us girls him and who do you invite over Jala 
Oh, just some Jazz. straggler. <laughs> some straggler. Some straggler. Um, so all three of you pulled that night. Yeah, we all pulled that night. And then we get kicked out of the venue. Venue shut. So we're out the front. Jazz thinks it's a great idea to have kick-ons at hers. So we go to hers. Um, and these three guys are probably like... <laughs> Fuck yeah, we've got ourselves in. Keep in life. mind, they have nothing in common. They oh, don't know each other. Three of you, and each of you had one random straggler who didn't <laughs> know each other. They did not, and they were three very different guys. Very, well. very different very guys. <laughs> Opposite ends <laughs> of every spectrum. Of every spectrum. Like, <laughs> universes, I'd say. Like, different Countries, planets. the world. Yeah, yeah. like, the whole lot. And you all took Different a star signs, all I reckon. All took a maxi, yeah, yeah. Definitely different, different star, star signs. signs. So we took them all home. These three guys, like we're all in the same car and I'm sitting there thinking, I know the bloke I've pulled loves John Mayer and we're blasting out wobs. Like this is, (laughs) this is not going down well. (laughs) Then I've got Jazz in the back with her bloke and then the two tours. God knows why they're in the boot. Full on making out. Obviously can't wait for the room. Were you making out in the maxi? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I'm in the back next to Anne and her mate. And so my bloke's (laughs) in the front seat. And I'm like, I need to find a tune that fits John Mayer. Wobs and dubs. (laughs) Wobs and dubs. And fucking Taylor Swift. (laughs) Taylor Swift. And then the guy, the other girl pulled. I mean this with like all respect. <laughs> he was like an islander or something. An islander? <laughs> Let's be what very careful saying? with what we what say in the next 30 seconds. I, w- I want to say he was maybe... He kick. was just a quiet guy. I don't, I don't know. So whatever those... Whatever they listen to. This is your fucking story, man. I have nothing to do with this. Okay. So he's I- ethnic. <laughs> Four different, very music tastes. Like, it, the ride home was the longest ride home of my life. It was so awkward. It was just... Went pretty quick for you. Yeah, it went very quick for you because you are in the back sucking face, but... You're an animal, And I was just trying to drown it out with the mixture of John Mayer, Taylor Swift and Bob. Fucking Stan Walker for the Pacific Island of like... Uh, bit of Lord. <laughs> um... So we make it back. Make it back. Everyone gets out of the car. <laughs> Everyone is all saying to themselves, God, that was the longest. Not even to themselves. Everyone was saying it out loud. That was the longest Uber ride ever. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank God we're here. I think these three blokes think that they're all just going to get to walk in, have a room and have them up to themselves. Yeah, just fucking walk into an orgy. Anyway, up. we set it up. So it's like we're playing drinking games. <laughs> yeah. So we make them play drinking games for three hours. This is great torture for um like anyone. My bloke, by the way, who decided to make out with someone in front of me and just being all right douche um you still invited him yeah back. look yeah. we've established i have relationship issues <laughs> and judgment Trust issues, issues judgment issues <laughs> commitment issues barely see out of one eye <laughs> yeah just a lot of issues yeah um but we think it's a great idea to start the drinking game where you have to like what how would you even describe it you have to like chinese whisper to the person next to you a question about like yeah, your so assumption you, of them. Kind yeah, of so I don't you know, whisper you into the person next to you, say like, oh, who is more likely to wear a white shirt out? And then that per- no one else knows the question but that person and that person names someone and then no one else in the group knows why that person has been named. So then everyone drinks their drink 
because that's the only way you're allowed to then find out what the question was. So it builds up like a lot of suspense. Mm. So we did a few rounds of like yeah, we basic did a few rounds of like really like, basic you know. stuff. And then we just turned up the heat. And then one of the girls asked, "Who is more likely to have a threesome?" And your mate perks up. <laughs> <laughs> Once the question's revealed, yeah, my mate perks up and he goes, oh, yeah, I've got a funny story for that. I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, I, no surprises there. I knew you would have had a threesome. We didn't think it was with his brother. <laughs> Wait, um, what? He thinks yeah. he um, just oh. outright goes, oh, yeah, so, like, I've had a threesome with my brother before. We shared a girl and I'm sitting there going, so we're all that's like shocked. We all go pale right. as okay. fuck, being like, "What the fuck has this He's guy just, just said?" Like, fuck. Anyway, it gets better. Yeah. So he continues to say that he is absolutely shit scared of butt stuff, and I was like, "Why'd you bring butt <laughs> stuff into this?" So we're talking about the reason, and we're talking about your brother. You can pretty much see where this one's going. Yeah. And I didn't at the time. I'm sitting there going, this is scaring me. Um, and he goes, yeah, well, that night I was having a threesome with my brother. My brother thought my ass was the girl's ass. And so he proceeded to put his thumb into my asshole. <laughs> and we all sat there and I don't think I've no ever. No one said anything. Wait, so he put his brother put his, his brother has touched. Like fingered his own biological brother's <laughs> asshole. Surely that's not some su- type of like assault. So we've all gone like pale. All of us have just gone quiet, and like the guys who just don't even know him are just like, "What the fuck? Where are we? Who is this guy?" Yeah. And, and then, then we I just feel like piss ourselves their eyes to me because they're like, "Why the fuck did you bring him back here?" Because not only did he make out with another girl in front of you, he now has proceeded to admit that he's had his brother finger his asshole. That's so fucked. But you didn't sleep with him that night. <laughs> A dot, dot, no dot. comment. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh you can't even blame Let's alcohol say, on that. No, I can't, I can't even blame alcohol on that. Let's just say maybe like it doesn't really count because he had whiskey dick, so it's fine. That's how I justify the whole situation for my self-esteem. What do you mean whiskey dick? Like you couldn't get hard. But you still had sex. Yeah, we tried to. How, <laughs> how, how, how much depth do I have to go into here? Oh, that depends how big the penis is. <laughs> yes, yes, okay. We had sex, but it did not last very long and it wasn't even... You couldn't even call it sex, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Let's Jesus that Christ, that last story Saturday, is What a way to go into lockdown, time. am I right? <laughs> Literally, your last route before lockdown was old mate with whiskey dick. And old his brother's finger dick. up his bum. his brother's <laughs> finger up the arse. <laughs> Whoopsies. Whoop, there it is. And how did your Saturday night proceed, Jala? <laughs> I know the other girl ended up in the bathtub. <laughs> so the other girl was scratching underneath my door. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> and then it, instead she, she decides to wet wrap taste by the threesome talk earlier yeah yeah and she wrapped her wet my wet towel around her head and laid in my bathtub to wait until i finished whatever i was doing what were you doing just hanging out <laughs> <laughs> playing board games in bed yeah playing board games i'm a virgin yeah, a what do you mean star. yeah so the other girl ended up in the bathtub and yeah um 
She sent she sent her bloke home. Why? He, um, I'm not sure. They were the last ones at the park. Maybe some funny business happened in the park. Oh, we didn't tell them we all went to the park, did we? <laughs> we were a bit loud at home near the neighbours, so like laughing at the laughing finger up at the bum. Mate's brother's finger up his ass. <laughs> um, so we left the house and went to the park, the six of us, and it's like four, five o'clock in the morning. But we like didn't hang out together at the park as a group we just kind of it was like separated yeah and... it was like so um funny. speed dating at the park really. <laughs> but except we just <laughs> sped around in the own couples yeah uh jazz and i came back to the house with our partners <laughs> 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 your partner's the one with his brother's <laughs> and um yeah, the other girl just stayed at the park with old mate. And, and he- she reckons she watched the sunrise with him. Yeah, they watched the sunrise together. Sounds really romantic. Sounds like she had the best night out yeah. of everyone, to be honest, until she ended up in the bathroom. <laughs> but yeah, that was our last Saturday. Fuck. And, and I'm still single. You told me to come out for quiet drinks with you guys. Yeah, you missed yep. out on a lot. Yep. Part of me is like, I wish I was there, but the other part of me is like, I do not really want anything yeah, to do with if- you. I didn't have another bathtub to share anyway. <laughs> Yeah, there was there were, all beds gone, unfortunately. Oh god! Well, this conversation took a turn. <laughs> we literally went from Kaz's mental health struggles and being cheated on eight times to fucking orgy last Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it. well. Serial dating <laughs> is is a great hobby. Yeah, I reckon we get you on for another episode. Down I the think track. this needs a part two. Absolutely. I'll update you down the track. See how I'm going. Could be worse. Could be. Worse. It could be worse. <laughs> it's definitely not getting any better. <laughs> well, thank you very much for talking shit with me tonight. <laughs> our, our pleasure, honestly. Pleasure. I feel like um, we need to, like, you know, uh, today was only beneficial for people that want to, like, listen in on, like, drama and stories. I feel like we could offer, like, some good advice and tips Absolutely. on serial not. dating. Oh. <laughs> advice um, on how to get cheated on eight times. <laughs> Oh god. Can do that. <laughs> and on that note, I reckon we wrap up. <laughs> Always wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gaz. Thanks, Jazz. You're welcome. No worries. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Josh. <laughs>